Hello and welcome to episode number 184 of the DBSA podcast. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books and with me today are all of the bitches. I am going to give them a quiz because I am evil. Redheaded girl Amanda, Carrie, and Elise are subjected to a horrible quiz with a trick question and complete loss of my credibility. Plus we discuss a lot of other things because that's usually what happens when we talk to each other. We hope you enjoy this quiz and please let us know how you do if you are following along at home. This podcast is sponsored by Jessica Corey, author of The Forbidden Wish, published by Penguin Young Readers and available in print and ebook. When love is the only forbidden wish, why wish at all? Aladdin is still a boy from the streets, but Sahara is the Ginny, and their love could cost her everything, including her freedom. A romantic retelling of the story you thought you knew, available now. The music you're listening to is provided by Sassy Outwater, and I will have information at the end of the podcast as to who this is, but I am really enjoying this new album she sent, and if you haven't picked it up, I bet you will too. And now, without any further delay, on with the podcast. I have a quiz. I do have a quiz. Oh, oh shit. I didn't on- study, though. Okay, good, because that makes it better. Hang on, let me turn on oh, my... Oh, look at Sarah's boobs. Yeah, she keeps what shirt. Am I wearing? Boobs. Oh, I'm, I'm not even wearing a good shirt. I'm wearing my my roots <laughs> shirt that was six dollars at the Vancouver airport. It's not even a good one. I have a new toothless shirt, and the kids all got the same one, so we all wear matching shirts. And everyone at school, when I went to pick them up, was like, "What's wrong with you, Vanboy? Wearing the Aww. same shirt?" But it's a teal blue shirt and has a little pocket, little baby toothless is like in oh, the I pocket. So cute. So yeah, I'm not even wearing a good one. Sorry. Oh well. Okay, so I have a quiz. So here's how this works. Um, Amanda, can I ask you a favor? Yes. Can you keep score? Okay. <laughs> I was very worried about yeah. what this favor would be. <laughs> I need you to do some advanced calculus. Oh, no. I would never ask that of anyone. <laughs> okay, so I have questions. Okay. These questions revolve around various things tangential to romance. We will okay. each get a question. Whether or not you get it right or wrong is worth one point. Hopefully we don't have a tie or I'll have to Google really fucking quickly. Okay? Okay. So the first thing we're going to talk about is titles. Because we used to give them out, and now you can buy one if you want to be swindled. Redheaded Girl. Yes. How much is it in U.S. dollars to purchase a title from Elite Titles? It is 995 pounds sterling. Is that $1,422.57? One thousand two hundred and forty-four dollars and sixty-nine cents, eight hundred and seventy-seven sixty-nine, or two thousand two hundred ninety-nine dollars and forty-five cents. I'm sorry. How much was it in pounds sterling again? Are you googling? No. Oh, of course She's not. She's writing something. Nine ninety-five. Nine hundred ninety-five pounds sterling to purchase a title from That's Elite it? Titles. Nine ninety-nine hundred and ninety-five pounds sterling. Yes. Uh, whichever one is closest to $1,522.57? Yes. That is correct. Well played. Boom! Now, they have been selling titles online since 1998, and if you enter coupon code SAVE10, you get 10% (laughs) off. (laughs) Okay. See, and people think it's funny that I keep... uh, the occasional exchange rate in my head. No, it's not funny at all. It's totally no, I normal. <laughs> I, I also know that the Swedish kroner is eight kroner to the dollar-ish or so right That's not now. bad. 
No, that's that's really good, actually. When I was in Spain the first time when I was 15, it was 100 pesetas to the dollar. It was like the greatest money conversion factor for <laughs> someone who's bad at math ever. It was great. I was like, oh, yeah. peseta is a penny. I love it. This is so awesome. Okay. Carrie. Yeah. True or false? On the Elite Title website, the following sentence appears. We've been suspiciously thorough about manorial titles so you can confidently purchase. Wait, I'm sorry. That's true or false? True or false. Does that true. sentence appear? Yes. Yes, it does. They've been suspicious, suspiciously thorough. I don't know what that means, but I really like that sentence. I suspect they I, don't know what that really means either. For, for $1,400, <laughs> they fucking well better be suspiciously thorough. <laughs> okay. So, Amanda. Yes. Can you purchase a genuine British title? Yes or no? Can I take the physical challenge? <laughs> uh, answer this question. Sorry, no. <laughs> um, did you say like authentic, like genuine? Can you purchase a genuine British title? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Not one of your two options. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say yes, but that seems pretty fucked up. That you can do. That. I mean, it is nine hundred plus pounds, and they are, you know, suspiciously, suspiciously thorough. thorough. I'm going to say uh, yes. I'm sorry. No, you cannot. Fuck! The only oh. exception are feudal titles in of Scottish baronies, but the last legitimate one that went on sale was well over a million pounds. Oh, God. Sorry. Okay. Fine. Elise, who is the owner of the whistleblowing website fakeTitles.com? Is it what? Porter Edmund, 4th Baron Fredston? Richard Bridgman, 7th Earl of Bradford, Stephen Orlando, 9th Duke of Stratford, or Robert John Smith, peer of not anything anywhere? I'm going to go with Porter because he sounds like the biggest douchebag out of the four of them. Like, if you name your kid, yeah. I'm sorry. If you're a peer and your name is Porter, you're going to be pissed off that other people are buying titles. You know, you have a very good argument, logic. and I'm sorry that's <laughs> I'm not wrong. right. <laughs> Yeah, the owner of fakeTitles.com is Richard Bridgman, 7th Earl of Bradford. And the reason he set up this whole fake title site was he got pissed off that there are these four, four, five dudes who make a killing selling fake titles. But what really twisted his knickers was that one of the titles that they were selling belongs to his son. And he got oh really God. mad. He's like, right, Yeah, that it. sounds like a dude who'd have his ass chapped so or he something was, yeah. that's irrelevant. And yet his website is surprisingly cordial and very funny. Fun and he likes to poke at them. It's is like it a poorly constructed website, or it's is it not a very snazzy? good looking one. Unfortunately, it's uh -oh. it's kind of sort of post Geo Cities Yahoo era. Like there's a menu and it's text with a little icon and then a like Angel Fire. Yeah, it's a little like. Angel Fiery. But he's really good at trolling these fake title selling people. So that was <laughs> good job, Earl of Bradford. Does he have a blinking cursor? No, and nothing mm. follows you as you. There's mm. no autoplay music either. Oh, no MIDI music. That's no. too bad. Can you imagine? Like I I think the worst thing I ever did on April 1st was when I did the fake site redesign oh and God, I had nine oh, autoplay so images of Fabio. So they would load in sequential order and you would hear, "Hi, I'm Fabio. Hi, I'm Fabio. Hi, I'm Fabio." <laughs> it was like like I was deliberately evil. It was very fun. I need to interrupt this quiz to show you kitten adorableness. Where is he? Oh, hey, Dewey. Hey, Dewey. He seems sleeping hey. in his little bed. Aww. Being cute. 
Okay. I don't know if my kids are more excited that we're going on vacation to Vermont or that when we're back from Vermont, we're going to adopt some cats. Like seriously, they're just, they're just equally joyous. Like, Oh my God, cats. I I understand you guys have placed bets. I'm really going to try hard to stay at two, two cats, not four. I've done four. A lot of litter boxes. My roommate showed me a picture of a kitten wrapped in a little towel. It's a little burrito kitten. To which I said, we need to bring this kitten home. Obviously, his name is Guacamole. Well, duh. Oh, Guacamole. I love it. Right. And they said no. Both of them said no. Oh. That's already. How many cats do you have? Two. I think you can have more. I think we can have more, too. But it is not very a very large apartment. And Dottie is already so yeah, about everything. That- <laughs> Yeah. Well, the nice thing about Buzz is as anxious as he is, he gives no shits about cats. He's just sort of like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. You're there. Poop something delicious and we're we're good. <laughs> yeah. That, the, actually, though, if you do get more than two cats, what you should do is also get a dog because then you don't have to clean the litter box so often. The dog is totally on that for you. Yeah. It's, it's except it's, our yes. dog just sort of drags it around the house. <laughs> Oh god, that's oh. terrible. It's like it's you're not supposed to play with it. Like if you're gonna be a disgusting dog, eat it for the love of primate. Just Kitty. don't drag it around the carpet for uh Kitty box crunchies are a rare and, and desired delicacy, to be honest I, with you. I just got a text message update that my sister's dog they had to muzzle and sedate her for x rays, but she sprained her elbow and she'll be okay. Oh, oh poor baby. So, and now we're fighting because I want to pay the vet bill. And my sister's like, don't pay the vet bill. I'm like, I broke your dog. Didn't I break feel really dog. bad. Did not break the dog. If she won't let you pay, though, and you're really determined, just contact the veterinary hospital and ask to make a donation into their fund to cover people who can't pay their vet bills. Oh, yeah. They usually have, yeah, one of those funds. But, yeah, yeah so yeah. I feel bad because I was the one getting hurt. I was like the bad aunt. Like, let's get really excited. And rambunctious <laughs> so that I can go home and leave you with your mom like this. And then that's. Yeah. You're the one who gives sugars to kids before you leave. Uh, I got a phone call like at two in the morning from um, my friend that I was babysitting her children the day before. And she said, why the fuck did you give my eight year old Starbucks? And I'm like, well, it didn't have any caffeine in it. And she's like, but now he wants Starbucks. I'm like, so? <laughs> it's true. You know what? It is true. Once you open that door, it's like there's your kids no in closing it yet. Now, Starbucks is a permanent, expensive part of your life. And actually, we have, like, a really good time having our mother-daughter time at Starbucks. It's all really happy. Okay. Redheaded girl. Are you ready? Are we back to me? We're back to you. Okay. I think so. Is that the right order? Amanda, am I wrong? Okay, thank you. Okay. Now, we switched to books and books and types and things about books. These are romances, obviously. Which of the following is not a real book? Rescued by the billionaire and alpha male BDSM male dominant female submissive romance. B. The billionaire's werewolf secret, a big beautiful woman paranormal erotic romance dash alpha male. That one's real. C. The billionaire's freak fortress, a sexy black woman white male alpha male interracial billionaire sugar daddy erotic romance. What's Are the these all available in Kindle Unlimited? <laughs> Wait, one of you has to go first. <laughs> I said, what's the address of that fortress? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a mailing address? <laughs> or a P.O. box? It's, it's definitely a box of some sort. <laughs> and D, 
Hiding in the Billionaire's Closet, Hot BDSM Alpha Male Bondage Male Male Erotic Romance. So which of the following is real? Rescued by the Billionaire, the Billionaire's Werewolf Secret, the Billionaire's Freak Force. Wait, only one is real? Only... Oh. I beg your pardon. One of them is not real. Beg your one pardon. of them is not is real. It? One I of think them the is... first one is not real. Rescued by the billionaire? Yeah. No, that's real. Rescued by the billionaire, an alpha male BDSM male dominant female submissive romance is by Alex Anders. Billionaire's werewolf secret is by Sierra Wolf. Is uh-huh. billionaire's... Freak Fortress not real? Because I'm going to get pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Sarah. The billionaire's freak fortress. You know I put that in this quiz just for you, right? The billionaire's freak fortress, which is a sexy black woman, white male, alpha male, interracial billionaire sugar daddy erotic romance is by Marlo Peterson. But hiding in the billionaire's closet, I made that up. Uh, but I could probably write it for you if you really wanted me to. I mean, it wouldn't be any good. I don't necessarily need it, but I imagine we all have some listeners who do. Yeah, someone's going to be like, hey, give me it now. <laughs> all right, who is next? Carrie. I like a really nice closet with like a lot of like fur coats and I could just like go to sleep in it. Like I'm not actually having like <laughs> it's not, it's not napping in the visitor's closet. I'm really tired and I'm like, I bet that closet's really nice. It's it not napping in his closet. closet. It's hiding in his closet. Maybe it's the closet inside his freak fortress. Are you going to read about the freak fortress, Amanda? I'm, I'm tempted. <laughs> Do it. I'm Do it. very tempted. Do it. I, I, I'm amazed that I haven't encountered the words freak fortress in a romance title until now. Like, I'm kind of sad. I'm going to get, like, real PO'd if I open this book and there's not, like, a handy little, like, blueprint of the freak fortress at the beginning. <laughs> Is this like, like, you know, a, like in a fantasy book where there's a map, a map with some trees like, want, and like, a river? I want, the layout of this fortress. I want to know the square footage of this freak fortress. And then when is it going to be like hit it or list it? Or... <laughs> yeah. I'd hit that. I'd flip that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Carrie, you are up. Okay. Which of the following is not a real book? One of these four is false. Okay, okay? Wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. Like, okay. All right. I'm, I'm ready. She's going to take notes. <laughs> Carrie, this will not be on your permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. By the time she gets to D, I don't remember A, B, or C. Okay. okay. Which of the following is not real? Here come not titles. Real. All right. Love and the Exorcism. <laughs> Love and Mistletoe. Okay. Men, Woman, Love, and Romance. Okay. Oh, that's definitely not real. Or... Love, shoes, and handbags. That's real. <laughs> well, Amanda, I think your my expression is killing is love me. and exorcism, but that's so weird that I... Okay, I'm going to go with that one is not real, but I hope I'm wrong because I just love to think that there's a world in which that is an actual book. You live in that world. That book is real. Love and the okay, Exorcism. It is worth lose to know that. And no, I don't <laughs> want to read that book. Amanda can read it in her Freak Fortress. <laughs> Amanda's Freak Fortress. In the closet of the Freak Fortress. I'm moving like, into that Freak Fortress. <laughs> so, Love and the Exorcism is by Melanie Hansen. Love and Mistletoe is by Zara Kane and Betty Jo Schuler. Men, woman. And this tripped me up because it's men, which is plural, and woman, which is one. So clearly there's like a whole bunch of Freak Fortress action going on there. Men, woman, love, and romance is by Stephen Whitehead. And I made up love, shoes, and handbags, but I think that should also be real. 
That 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 was my second choice. That was sort of my first choice for false, but I I just yeah. All right. Okay. Who's next? I am. The... Oh no, Amanda. Amanda, are you Amanda. ready? I'm gonna try to keep up my zero score for the rest of the game. Okay. <laughs> Which of the following is not a March 2016 Harlequin Presents title? And please note, I could have been a total dick and just included a February 2016 title, but I did not. One of these is not real. Okay. Okay. Which of the following is not a March 2016 Harlequin Presents? Carrying the King's Pride, bound to her ruthless Italian temptation, bound to the Tuscan billionaire, the secret that shocked DeSantis, or required to wear the tycoon's ring. I want to say, what was the second one again? The Italian Bound temptation. to her Itali ruthless Italian temptation. I want to say it's that one. You are totally right. Well done. Okay. <laughs> no zero score for you. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So Carrying the King's Pride is by Jennifer Hayward. I made up Bound to Her Ruthless Italian Temptation, but I expect that to be a title because I know someone at Harlequin is listening. <laughs> Bound to the Tuscan Billionaire is by Susan Stevens. The Secret That Shocked DeSantis is by Natalie Anderson and Required to Wear the Tycoon's Ring is Maggie Cox. Yay! Okay. Elise, which of the following is not or has been or is not presently? A royal dukedom in England, like an actual dukedom. Like okay, really, so not romance dukedom, like real actual, dukedom. Actual, real, alive dukedom. Ready? Okay. Albany, Harrisford, Guernsey, Sussex, Ross, or Kendall? I'm going to pick Guernsey just purely because it's the name of a cow. You are right. There is no duke yeah. of Guernsey, but there legit oh. should be. And I bet it's a shifter romance if you make it up. <gasps> they would be like... Oh, no, he wouldn't have udders then because it'd be a dude. Never mind. Yeah, he'd be a bull. Although if they, if they were both shifters, it could get pretty funky. It, it could. could. Okay. Redheaded girl, we are back yeah. to you. Are you ready? Which of the following is not a Harlequin miniseries title? And I want you to know that on the series page that I found, searching for the word Texas brought up 98 results, and this whole quiz could have been nothing but Harlequin series titles. So, which of the following is not a Harlequin mini miniseries? Cupid's Bow, Texas. Children of Texas. Blue Falls, Texas. No, that's Blue Falls, not Blue Balls. The Boons of Texas or the Hearts of Texas. Is that hearts like H-A-R-T? Yes, I beg your pardon. Uh, hearts. Hearts yeah. of Texas. Um, can I can I phone a friend? <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> Ask Google? <laughs> can I Google this, Sarah? No. <laughs> I just want you to know that I now have to Google because I forgot to signal to myself which one was wrong. <laughs> I'm so great. Okay, I this know which is a one it classy is. Classy professional organization. Hey, I, I am all kinds of professional class or class professional. Um, blue falls, blue balls, blue. So we have Cupid's Bow, Texas, Children no, of Texas, Blue Falls, Texas, The Boons of Texas, or Hearts of Texas. H A R T S. Okay, H the the Hearts of Texas is just stupid enough. <laughs> that it's got to be real. Um, Q 
Cupid's whatever, also stupid, so probably real. I'm going to go with Children of Texas as the one you made up, because that's not only is that dumb, but it's also boring. (laughs) So your theory is that Children is dumb and Cupid's bow is just. He's so dumb, it has to be real. Right. If they're dumb, they're real. But if they're dumb and boring, they're not real. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so if they're all they're all dumb and boring, then they're, they're all, all they're real? all really dumb, but but children of Texas is is just so like it's the embodiment of beige. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda just took a drink of Tycho. <laughs> yep. I did. I did. That all was right. a mistake I am, on my um, I am yep. sorry to inform you. They are all real. That's a trick that, question, Sarah. 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 I call foul. I call foul. I call foul. Yeah, no, that's, that's cheating. So well, one of them has to be fake. I can't give you a trick question. No. Redheaded girl on this. Oh, okay. Well, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> Should I give you a point anyway because it's a trick question? Yes. Okay, fine. Yeah, she doesn't get a point, but I usually get never give her another question. Another question? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Hang on. The other solution better, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to make up another question. On the spot. On the spot. This will end well, right? Oh, def- yeah. Definitely. Okay. Look, now, they're the ones who... Put you in this position. All well, right, pick, pick a letter between A and W. Um, umlaut. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna pick random symbols. <laughs> Ampersand. Sarah, Sarah, you mean in the English Roman alphabet? Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> G, please. All right, G. Which of the following of these four is not? A love-inspired miniseries. Love-inspired is the um, inspirational line. All right. Which of the following is not real? Goose Harbor, Gordon Falls, Grace Haven, or Gander Valley? Um, I'd also like to share with you that there is Brides of Amish Country. Gander Valley makes me uncomfortable. I'm just going to Refuge Ranch is also a series. Gander Valley. You are right. I made that up on the spot. What's the deal with all of the Amish romance in, like, the inspirational line? Like, why why are there Amish? Why are are there so many inspirational romances about Amish people that are not marketed to, like, Amish people like why why do so many Christian romancers want to read about Amish people I don't understand oh because it's a it's a representation of a significant amount of religious purity it is a contemporary setting of an an enormous amount of religious structure and it blends the sort of realism and otherworldliness that like there's this world is real but you're not in it so you have this option to go enter this unique world that's that is actually exists as opposed to paranormal where people you know have sex with gargoyles and shit um it it has an enormously popular following especially around where the amish live but the amish themselves do not buy them actually that's not incorrect that's incorrect some sects of of amish people interact with the the worldly world and 
would buy these books. And some of the Amish are proofreaders for the authors who, you know, correct the plot and, and the, you know, the things that are happening in the Amish world. But the Amish who have no interaction with the world as much as possible, they would not be buying these books. It's my mother-in-law's like on a huge Amish book kick. And it's I'm like, they're sorry. never ending. Mm-hmm. No, they, they don't. Oh, no. They're very popular because it's it's a way of having a great deal of religious structure in a contemporary world that's not yours. True story. I think I really scared Rose Lerner at RT because I saw her in an elevator and I had her sign something. And I'm like, you might be the only thing that my mother and I agree, mother-in-law and I agree on. Like, it's <laughs> I would just be you by that. and nothing else. Like they, you're our safe zone for conversation. That's it. Nope, it's just you, no Rose. Question. Our listeners are missing something by not being able to get the visual. Of oh yeah, me. all of us have tissues. Snot <laughs> 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 everywhere. All right, who is next? Um, Carrie. Carrie. Oh god. <laughs> Easy. It's a true false. Okay. Okay. Hit me. True false. Yes. Is made in Texas a Harlequin miniseries. True. Yes, yes, it is very well done. Because children of Texas, we gotta have made in Texas. Red now wait, girl, is it M A D E or M A I D? Oh, it's M A D E, oh. but made as an M A I D could also be, or it will be soon because we've just said it. We've spoken yeah. it into being, and someone <laughs> at Harlequin headquarters just sat up and went, we like "I have an idea." <laughs> yeah, can we like demand a percentage now? No. No. <laughs> if you know the outcome of the class action suit against Harlequin, you know that the answer is big bad no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's next? I am. All right. Uh, Are you ready? No. Which of the following is not a Harlequin miniseries, and one of these is actually not? So, okay. Yeah. Texas Rodeo Barons, Texas Maternity, Texas Paternity. Texas Confidential, Texas State Troopers, or Texas Outlaws? Damn it. <laughs> so we have Rodeo Barons, okay. Maternity, Paternity, Confidential, State Troopers, and Outlaws. Seriously, it's like they have like this big wheel of words and they just rotate yeah. the wheel. And well, Maternity, time. I can see, you know, them having pregnant ladies on the cover because that happens. Um, yes, but you can't really question the maternity of something. Like... I'm either between the maternity one or the rodeo barons. Texas rodeo barons. I'm going to go with rodeo barons. Those are real. What's the fake one? Texas state troopers, because Texas does not have state troopers. They have rangers. Um... But they legit have like four miniseries about Texas rangers. Not the baseball team, like the actual law enforcement Rangers Rangers. With the vest (laughs) and the the mask, right? And and Chuck Norris. Yep. Yes. There you go. Sorry. There are Texan rodeo barons, maternity, confidential paternity, and outlaws. And lots and lots and lots of Texas. I was really tempted to throw one in there that was Texas family planning, but you'd know that wasn't real. (laughs) I feel like like Texas paternity sounds more like a, like there's a 99% chance that you're the father type of, you know? That seems like a secret baby line, though. You know what I mean? Well, some of the titles in Texas. (laughs) <laughs> the Texas paternity line. Yeah. What are they? Expecting trouble. Yep. Okay. Secret delivery. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I don't know what happened in this paternity story, but it's branded by the sheriff. 
Been there. Oh yeah. my god. So <laughs> that one. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> The full series, by the way, the full name of the series is Texas Paternity Boots and Booties. Oh <laughs> but it's baby my. booties, not like girl my. booties. <laughs> if there was a booty call, it doesn't take place in this book. It's the booties that you put on the baby. <laughs> of course, now I want Texas Paternity Boots and Booty Calls. <laughs> like, I would read the shit out of that. There's also Babies in Bachelors USA. That sounds like a bad idea. What is happening with these babies <laughs> and bachelors? Like, what are they doing hanging out together? Like, <laughs> like, look, look. Sometimes you just find a random baby on the side of the road. Yeah. And Did you, you realize that you're about to start your romance plot, so you have to pick it up and find it diapers and stuff. Did do either? Did do any of you watch the series Archer? Yes. yes. Oh, okay, I've so remember crazy. when he remember when he bonded with the little baby Seamus, but then it wasn't his baby, or maybe it was, I don't remember, but they got matching tattoos where he has like Seamus on his shoulder and the baby has like an <laughs> archer tattoo. <laughs> That's what happens. <sighs> so I have a an extra I have a an extra bonus for you guys. There is another mini series called, and I won't even tell you the name of the of the of the books because it just doesn't matter. <laughs> the the, the mini series, Amanda, hold on to your earbuds. It's okay. Daddy Dude Ranch. Yes. Nope. nope. <laughs> no. Is it is it like the Bunny no. Ranch in Vegas? Or like it's like a bunch of like nope. hot single dads on a ranch in Texas. Nope. I, I would, would watch that show so I much. I would go there. Yeah. The Daddy Dude Ranch. It's like the Bunny Ranch, only like and you hot just pay guys. to watch them like take care of a baby. That's it. Like there's <laughs> yeah. even, not even any sex stuff. You just like watch this dad with this cute little kid on like a swing set or like God, playing with fire trucks. Like that's it. That's all you get. Yeah, and a little playground. Yeah, with a little seesaw. Yep. <laughs> See, people like to talk about how we're really influential, right? And I'm always kind of like, well, sort of, except that we're talking about things that are already out, which is somebody's <laughs> good idea like two years ago. So I don't know how much we can influence things that are already out. But if suddenly there's like Daddy Dude Ranch and reality TV, I'm going to be really happy for you. I will be happy for myself. I would totally well. watch Daddy Dude Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> My God, are you kidding me? I would be all over that. And then yeah, one just, of the daddies has to work in an office, right? But he'll go to work not knowing that he's got baby spit up down the back of his shirt and oh. on his trousers because that's legit okay, happened yeah. to all daddies <laughs> I know. Like, so I'm just going to share kind of a, a bitch about the whole series romance focused on, like, the dude suddenly becoming a dad. It, maybe I'm just overthinking it or being crabby, but isn't that kind of, like, based on the supposition that dudes normally aren't good dads? You know what I mean? Like entirely based on that supposition mm-hmm. that I mean so much of romance is based on the idea that men can't do emotional labor. Right. And so and like there's all these bar- barriers to men being able to have feels. I just I don't know. It's like when people say their husband is babysitting and it's like he's not babysitting, oh, it's his no, fucking no, 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 kids. Great. No. Do Rage. not get me started on that. That you makes know. me bonkers. I swear to god when people say that like I will actually hit them. So, so, like, every time I see one of those titles, I, I just kind of want to be like, well, yeah, he got you pregnant, and now he's actually <laughs> acting like a decent human being. Like, why is this a book? This should right. just be the way it is. I, I'm, I'm always fascinated by the distance between the portrayal of fatherhood and then the actual fathers I know. 
Like they are not the same species at all. Like yeah. I, especially where I, where I was in New Jersey and then here as well, there are so many more stay at home dads. Like I have a friend who does um, home-based early intervention. So she goes to preschoolers homes and she's like, it used to be, you know, grandmas and aunts and nannies. And now it's dads. All the dads are home oh, yeah. and they're in charge. And I was like, yeah, but you don't see that on the television or in books. I do have a series for you though, Elise. Shit. Checking emails. That would be M-A-L-E-S. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're Harlequin Blaze by Isabel Sharp. So those would, those are going to be pretty good. The um the, the series title being cute and then the books are like long, slow burn, hot to the touch, turn up the heat. They're not as good as checking emails. No. No. Amanda's unimpressed with the email. She wants actual mail. No. Well, I mean, I'll take it where you can get it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I just uh got an email from the nice people and like an email uh, or an, an email. <laughs> Which mail? M-A-I-L. From okay. the nice people at HarperCollins. Remember in we talked about what we were looking – was it the – what the hell's the post where we talk about what we're going to buy this month and it's really Hide expensive. Your Hide your wallet. Hide your wallet. And I said I was really excited for the Oxford inheritance and I believe the words I used were just put that in my eyeballs, please. Yeah. The senior publicist just emailed me. I would be happy to put that in your eyeballs. Do you need a copy? <laughs> <laughs> well, which one was it? Oh, Jesse! Jesse's the best. She's yes. amazing. She says you guys don't email her enough, and then she would welcome any and all communications from See, her. I so you like... can send her the email. All right. Who's next? Elise. Elise. Which of the following is not a book in the Cupcake Bakery Mystery Series by Jen oh, McKinley? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Red right girl just put her read... head in her head. Like, oh no. <laughs> read any oh, fucking cupcake mysteries if there's not dismemberment implied strongly uh how do you know there's no dismemberment yeah. cupcake because clearly you've got you've out. got a bloodborne pathogen issue right there the state <laughs> health department's gonna come they're gonna shut your bakery down this could be like a sweeney todd yes and then there. what happens <laughs> is you call the crime scene cleaner guys who clean up the bakery <laughs> and that's your meat cute <laughs> And this yeah, is, right there. This is why most of us know better than to eat the red velvet. Yeah. Red velvet. Oh, shots fired. So would you guys would you guys agree that the most contentious issue between the five of us is red velvet and cheese? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean cheese that's not even contentious. You're just wrong. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> there's no contention there. You're just insane. Oh, yeah, okay. Right like, like, I think it's like, like Sarah's our outlier, right? Isn't Sarah like our yes. cheese? Sarah needs help. You need help, Sarah. I tend to People stay out of you our Velveeta issues, but I am Team Velveeta. I just no. don't oh, say anything. I'm not alone. <laughs> right, Amanda. 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 I'm not alone. I'm a grocery store in Sweden, and I'm just going to show you the cheese selection. Like, I'm not saying Velveeta is, like, prime cheese or anything. <laughs> but you heat that shit up with some Rotel and give me some fucking chips oh God, and no, leave like, me I alone. I be in the same room with Velveeta. I am so surprised that we don't have a romance novel yet where Velveeta has been used as lube. Right? <laughs> We've got chocolate pie, but no one's, no one's just grabbed the brick of Velveeta. Do. Somebody, somebody send us the link. 
<laughs> and Sarah will be the one who reads it and reviews exactly. it. All right. Velveeta romance. I, if it doesn't exist, I will write it for you. Yeah. So, so, so I, I just want to go back to this cozy mystery thing mm-hmm. for a second. Oh, yeah. Yes, the Cupcake uh, Bakery couple, Mystery Series. A couple of um, a couple of months ago, Anglophies did a podcast on mysteries. Right. And Alina and Kaylee both threatened to write a cozy mystery series where I am the heroine. <laughs> Only it is very clear that I am the heroine of a grim dark series who is trapped <laughs> in a cozy mystery. Oh, I, <laughs> amazing. I approve where of- there's so many quilts, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Cupcakes. <laughs> I think that would be an ideal series. I'd read the shit out of that. So what are my cupcake options? All right. Which of the following is not a book in the Cupcake Bakery Mystery Series by Jen McKinley? A. Going, going, ganache. Oh. B. Dark chocolate demise. C. Sugar spice and you got iced. D. Red velvet revenge. (laughs) Oh, no. E. Vanilla beaned. Vanilla I'm gonna go with van- vanilla bean because I hope that no I'm sorry that one's test. real sugar spice Shit. and you got iced is the one I made up no oh going going God. ganache dark chocolate demise red velvet revenge and vanilla bean are all real red velvet red velvet revenge it's how like many murders can reasonably happen around a cupcake <laughs> this store? is my question there's all these dead bodies around this one duo who run a cupcake shop and no one is suspicious and yeah. they're like well we're gonna like, might as well like take the, a break and go solve crime like it's like all the ncis spinoffs like how many naval-based crimes can there really be <laughs> it's a whole lot of navels in the navy baby do we need a score update we do need a score update so uh, redheaded girl and Carrie are in lead and tied with two points each, and then Elise and myself are tied for last place with one point each. <laughs> so who do we have left to go? Uh, we're, we're all we've all been through. We've all, we've been, all through. been through uh, like three times. So you need to do a tiebreaker between Carrie and redheaded girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning round. And Carrie's not here right now, so I win. <laughs> By default. <laughs> well, I do have the tiebreaker question, but while we wait for Carrie, I do need to tell you about an email pitch that I received because I received the best pitches in my email inbox and they have nothing to do with romance. Sarah, for immediate release, announcing the launch of myfriendsmells.com. Sending cologne wipes to smelly friends. Why would you be friends with someone who smelled bad? Both and buyers were... and recipients are cracking up and smelling great in the process. Bad body odor is not limited to the U.S. Oh, and there is a lucrative market segment by offering international shipping for a small free, a small fee. Everyone has a stinky friend. Oh my god. So you can smell like a legend, smell like a gentleman, or smell like something else. I'm going to have to go to the website and find out what the smells are, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just tell your friend to take a fucking shower? <laughs> you want to be that yeah. guy? Oh, jeez. I feel like I love all of you enough that if one of you smelled really bad, I would just be straightforward about it. Mm-hmm. 
Everyone has a stinky friend, a classmate, coworker, boss, or sibling, or other stank suspect. Send one wipe for $1.99. If they really smell, you can send four for $4.99. They send you anonymously. Bro, someone thinks you smell bad. Sincerely anonymous. And then you get a little wet wipe. You can smell Uh, like a champ. No. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. You can smell... What are the, is this site real? Does a bear shit in the woods? Of course this is real. God. I like how this is kind of coded for dudes. Let's I, be honest. If you like the sense, men. if you like the sense, you can go at, uh, and buy the, buy the, the cell, the, the smells that you like. Um, you can smell like a champ. You can smell like a gentleman. You can smell like a legend or you can smell like a VIP. Well, here's, but you're just, oh, like you're just masking the issue with your stinky ass cologne wet wipe. Like the issue is clearly hygiene related. Go take a shower. This is horrible. All I can think of is that one time I was in CVS in New Jersey because that's the only place where this could happen. And this guy walks in um, probably six feet more because he was very tall and very big and he walks in and he throws his arms open to everyone working in the uh, everyone working in the checkout line and everyone behind the counter he goes hey axe body spray (laughs) 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 and we all just stared at him and then one of them was like right this way sir he's like thank you and i'm like you no 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 but sure enough he walked out with like the the costco size bucket of axe body spray that guy smells like a legend this is not a good one yeah i'm i'm sorry carrie to catch you up i received a pitch for a website called my friend smells where you can anonymously send a cologne wipe with a note that says hey bro someone thinks you smell bad I sort of gathered. I think I, I came in just in the nick of time to get the gist of this okay. heartwarming tale. <laughs> Bad <laughs> smells. Oh, Lord. I'm looking forward to when my children are a little, old, a little older and, you know, little boys become stankier as they go through mm-hmm. puberty. And I'm going to have to oh, be yeah. like, okay, A, there will be no one in this house who wears Axe body spray. Like, I don't care if they're a girl <laughs> that you really like or a boy that you really like. No one comes through the door wearing that. And B, you will shower when I tell you to shower. Because I have a super sensitive sense of smell. Mm-hmm. Like, we have yeah. a lidded trash can, and it could be, like, half full, and no one in the house can smell it. And I'll be, like, in the opposite corner of the house and be like, rotten chicken, take the garbage out. Like, I can smell. <laughs> and when I was pregnant, I was like a goddamn bloodhound. Yeah, well, do you guys follow the Twitter? Pun- I think it's pungent romance. Pungent where- love. <laughs> yes, where they yeah. just describe the different smell, like how the hero smells from romance oh, yeah. novels. He smelled like leather and man. Wait, what the? Yeah. Like, what? What? What does that mean? It's I- always leather, horses, musk, musk. or or, yep. or yep. the one that gets me is good clean sweat. Like, is there a not good clean sweat? Is there like a oh, bad? Yes, there is. There yes. Is- Sweat there's fierce sweat. sweat and there's booze sweat. Oh, and there's also just adipose sedentary sweat, which is yes, what ter- that like- changes that turns your clothing yellow in the armpit. I I don't get the things that men smell like that are supposed to be good that aren't that that they like horses and sweat and I'm like oh god no oh, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Well, there's one I, where I, the dude smelled like grass. Like, yeah, like pot. No. Grass. No, like like, like a freshly grass. mowed lawn. Or a freshly mowed lawn. <laughs> What is he, a, yeah. d- a Demeter fragrance? Like, I have one that no. smells like clean laundry, and I just put that in a in my room for, for shits and giggles. Like, what? 
I'm super uh, Sometimes they smell past, like pine. Like, that smell is lost on me. The pine. Smell of- oh, and cedar. A lot of men smell yes. like cedar. Like they Sample just wood. rubbing up against a tree. <laughs> you know. Scratching their butt like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get the hair off somehow. It's the nearest I just speak clear with like the podcast world. Like I do think there's a difference between like sort of the quote unquote clean sweat and he smelled like sweat. Like generally speaking, sweat is not like something people want to smell like. No. No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, no. Okay, so you guys are tied. Tiebreaker. Yes. Yep. Okay, we could do this one of two ways. We could have one question that you both have to answer. I could give you each a question, and if you're tied again, then you both win. What do we win? What's what, what's at stake here? The people's Ooh. ovation and fame forever. Nobody okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so who's going first? Carrie is. Okay, Carrie? Yeah. Which of the following is not... A real small town romance location. Okay. Okay. And is this like a trick question? Or no, is no. I won't do that again. <laughs> I won't do that again. I, my, my reputation as an honest, upright citizen has taken a hit because I'm going to tell the whole... now. You're going to hide bad smells in my house and make me paranoid. I'll find like tear vials <laughs> and rotten smells. And I'll be like, why are you here? Okay. Hey, you have forced air now. This is true. I do. I do have forced air and it is deadly when you have a cold. Holy shit. Okay. Carrie, which of the following is not a real small town romance location? These aren't actual small towns. They're small towns in romance land or a small town series. Icy Lake, Lake Sullivan, Coldwater Harbor, Eagle Harbor, or Bell Harbor. Icy Lake. Icy Lake is real. That is a series by Antoinette Dwyer. Lake Sullivan is by Kate Cameron. Eagle Harbor is by Naomi Rawlings. And Bell Harbor is Tracy Brogan. Coldwater Harbor is not real. All right, redheaded girl. Are you ready? This is one of those, which book is not real? Four of these are real, one is not. Okay. Which of the following is not a real book? Barrelicious. Big, beautiful woman, paranormal bear shifter romance collection. Okay. B, shifters of Silver Peak, a very shifty Christmas. C, taming the bear shifter, biker bear shifter romance. Mm-hmm. Panther apocalypse, a post-apocalyptic biker gang panther shifter romance. Or a lady for the liger, big, beautiful woman liger shifter romance. Oh God! I wish I could just see this. Share the world is the face that you just made. So we've got Barrelicious, Shifters yep. of Silver Peak, a very shifty Christmas, Taming the Bear Shifter, Panthers Apocalypse, or A Lady for the Liger. <laughs> so much rides on your answer. <laughs> so much does. So I'd say that the fourth one. The Panther, whatever the Panther Apocalypse, post-apocalyptic. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not done. I'm oh, not sorry. done. I am not done. <laughs> <laughs> My gut reaction is that that's the fake one because one of these things is not like the other. Kind of. Only that's too obvious, and you're too crafty for that. I would like to think. <laughs> so clearly, I cannot choose the one in front of me. <laughs> 
oh god there's a death on the line right so let's go invade asia i'm gonna say it's the what is this face you're making right now (laughs) i will tell you when you're done answering okay so i'm gonna just go for broke pull the answer out of my ass and say it's c I'm sorry, your instinct was right. Panther Apocalypse is not real. (laughs) So I can't choose the wine in front of you. No, you cannot choose the wine in front of me. (laughs) Barrelicious, a big black, big big black, big beautiful woman paranormal bear shifter romance collection is 10 for 99 cents, by the way, should you wish. Shifters of Silver Peak, a very shifty Christmas is by Georgette St. Clair. Taming the Bear Shifter, Biker Bear Shifter romance is by Terry Jade. And Lady for the Liger is by Kenner J. So, I'm sorry. There is no there is no reigning champion. Would you like me to come up with one more question? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> All right. Damn, I want the title. <laughs> this podcast is never going to. Our listeners can't see this. We're going to end. But me and Amanda and Elise are all like in the same position where we're sort of falling we're over. Like, we're laying like, down. Oh. He's <laughs> yeah. like ready to go. I feel right. bad. I feel bad that we're boring. Yeah. No, I just enjoy eat. being horizontal. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Dad. it's going to take me a second to come up with evilness here. All right. I got the complete mini series list here. Holy shit. Oh. Doing it better. <laughs> Why not already... doing it the best? <laughs> well, they wouldn't need another series. Shoot for the moon. Okay. I'd read that. Oh, my goodness. I swear to God, you know how there's things where if you're having a bad day, you know, you go read the the decadent review with surprise anal or you go read that one entry that always makes you laugh. I could legitimately just look at Harlequin series listings for just just to make me feel happy. Is is the decadent review the fucking her ass saving her life? Yeah, that's decadent. Uh, Yeah. Uh Classic. Yeah. I mean, I keep forgetting that that book even has like a, a name. Pregnant by the boss. That seems kind of like, well, you know what happened. Mm. Wait, so is Bruce Springsteen in it? Maybe. (laughs) Is he the boss in question? Probably. All right. Who is going first? Carrie? Sure, I'll go first. All right. Which of the following is not a series? Because I was just looking at the list. Plan B, backup baby. From Every Angle, The Man Handlers, or Platinum Grooms. Oh my god, Amanda, your face just now. <laughs> Amanda's like, Man Handlers? No! No. Plan B, Backup Baby. It's not a real series. What? Does that have to pick one that's not a real series? One of these is not a real series. Plan B. Plan B is not a real well series. Well done! That is not real! From, from every angle, the manhandlers and platinum grooms are all real series. All right, redheaded girl, are you mm-hmm. ready? All right, here we go. One of these is not real. Lust in translation. Uh huh. Lust at first bite. Naturally. Lust potion number nine. <laughs> and lust in the time of steam. Lust potion number nine. Nope, that's real. Lust yeah, at first bite is not real. Congratulations, oh, Carrie. Carrie takes it. Carrie takes a crown. Yay! Carrie wins Yay! the people's ovation for fame and ever and whatever. Yay! 
And that is all for this week's episode. Have I said thank you for listening yet today, this episode? I don't know if I did, but I didn't, which I don't think I did. Thank you. Thank you for listening and tuning in. It is so cool to log in on a Friday and have all of these different comments and different places from people going, yay, new podcast. So thank you for enjoying the podcast as much as we enjoy producing it. I want to thank all of the bitches to Redheaded Girl and Elise and Carrie and Amanda for taking the time to hang out with me on Skype. Clearly, it's a hardship for them because I'm really, really mean. And I make them take quizzes that are, you know, full of trick questions. Seriously, I think they're going to bring that up for the next, like, two or three years. Easily. Easily. This podcast was sponsored by Jessica Corey, author of The Forbidden Wish, published by Penguin Young Readers and available in print and ebook. When love is the only forbidden wish, why wish at all? Aladdin is still a boy from the streets, but Zahara is the Ginny, and their love could cost her everything, including her freedom. A romantic retelling of the story that you thought you knew, available now. The music you're listening to is provided by Sassy Outwater. This is pretty much my new favorite album of music to listen to while I'm working. It is extremely peppy. This is a band called Sketch. This is Out of My Cage from their album Shed, which I am very much enjoying. You can find Sassy and talk to her about how awesome this music is at Sassy Outwater on Twitter. And you can find Out of My Cage and the whole album Shed from the band Sketch at Amazon or iTunes or wherever you buy your music. As always, I will have links to every piece of music and also every book we mentioned, including all of the books in the quiz, on the podcast entry in the show notes at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. Future podcasts will include me talking to people about romance because that's how we roll. But if you have ideas or suggestions or feedback or questions or any of the above, or you have something else you want to say, email us at sbjpodcast at gmail.com. Your email is awesome and so are you. So on behalf of all of the ladies at Smart Pitches and myself, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a great weekend and thank you again for listening. <laughs>